Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, we are back. Uh, so you guys can text the starter Heyman text line at 402-464-5685. You guys have anything for us to talk about or any questions? Uh, I'm going to start with this phrase and I'm going to let Zach kind of talk about uh, the, our next topic. But it's like, save a horse, ride a cowboy. Zach, <laughs> what we got? All right, so we're going to change it up a little bit. We've been all track so far. Uh, I guess we're going to go into the background or uh, the age of Ed Fi. So, Dad, you grew up in Juanita, Nebraska, way, way, way out west in the yep. boondocks. Yep, the boonies. About oh. 20 miles from Colorado and 20 miles from Kansas. Mm. So, I'm just curious because we grew up in a very different era. Uh, what was like the thing to do as like a teenager or a high school kid when you were growing up? Well, we didn't go to town. We lived about six miles out of town, so we didn't get to town very often. But I had five brothers, so we had to come up with a, a lot of things that we could do on the, in the on the ranch and on the farm. Uh, one thing we would do is we'd bring the calves in, and we made some shoots, and we would uh, load those calves up, and we'd throw a rope around them and ride those ride those calves. And uh, so that, that was fun. We made a flat, and... We took a horse tank and made a swimming pool out of it and yeah. took some some big uh oh, REA poles that have the, used to have the little deals on them bury those and so then we had a high jump and pole vault <laughs> area so we we, we so, made our own fun out so you, there So you're doing track track stuff on the farm as well Oh yeah 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 oh, yeah, yeah yeah we took an old chicken hand rest and that was our crossbar which wasn't a good idea because once you got over it you slid down it and your whole belly but you it didn't fall off very often yeah so but did, you made it a lot so i guess like did your did your parents were they big into like track and stuff is that how you like your whole family kind of got into it or my uh my, my dad uh was very athletic but yeah. my my he was five two and my mom was five two Mm. And you're the shortest of the six of six boys. And you're five eleven. Five eleven. Yeah. Yep. So How does that work? We had some kind of genetic uh, in our family, but it was on one side uh, that he ended up having. So nice. He just didn't grow uh, very tall, and he married a short woman. So <laughs> there you go. So th- they weren't very tall. But mom talks about never getting beat in recess and playground and. She she never ran track and dad really didn't do sports either, uh, but he was very athletic. I watched him play some softball games, but he he was uh, sixth in the world in bull riding and won Cheyenne Frontier Days, Exarban, rode ten all, all ten bulls at Exarban in, wow. in 1956 and won a thousand dollar saddle and a thousand dollar purse, which is a lot of money back then. So, uh, when was the last bull that you rode? The last bull that i got on got on uh, yeah (laughs) uh i rode uh until i was 40 years old uh it kind of got the joke because i rode all the way through uh college and um and afterwards and then i was going to be done and then the i started coaching at doan and the coaches would always pay my entry fee at crete and Hmm. uh so anyway i ended up riding every year uh, at crete and i usually had there wasn't 
really good riders there. As long as you stayed on, you usually got some money. So it was kind of fun for them. And then once in a while I got hurt, so they thought that was funny, I suppose. But, yeah, so you're kind of entertainment for them. So I was entertainment yeah. for them. But my last year, uh, the year before uh, I got married, I decided I was going to ride bareback saddle broncs and bulls, all three. And you have to be able to ride them eight seconds. And between the three of them, I think I covered eight seconds. But, uh, but anyway, it was not good. Uh, my stirrup broke broke my ribs uh so it was very memorable uh 40 40th birthday so as you hop on a bull or bareback uh are you at all afraid or are you just on the bull like trying to compete it's 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 a lot different kind of competition because you really don't have much time once they get your bull or horse in the chute you you're pulling your cinch down getting ready to go so you're not really thinking about like I have to get off of this bull and there's only one way off of it. Now mm-hmm. barebacks, as long as you stayed on, you get a pickup guy and you kind of, and I was pretty fortunate to be able to ride most of my barebacks. So that's a lot further fall. Yeah. Uh, and that's probably where I got a lot of my speed because I could outrun most bulls if I got away from him. Yeah. Uh, but it's a big adrenaline. I mean, you could feel the power uh, that they have. It's pretty uh, intense uh, to do. And basically you, you, trust your instincts is when you're balanced to try to stay in it. And I was fortunate enough to have a dad that would taught us and Mm. both of my brothers, Bobby five and Ted five, both went in, went on to, to PRCA and, and rode. Bobby was probably more of a saddle bronc rider Mm. and, uh, did really well. He was very athletic, uh, competed. So that kind of reminds me of the pole vault, right? So you said that like you, you hop on the bowl and you don't have any time to think, uh, Thinking about our pull vault practice this week, the less you think, the better you're going to pull vault and hurdle. Um, do you think that growing up uh, in a household that it kind of instilled that uh, carried over to your mindset in athletics? I think that everything you do when you have six boys is a competition. When uh, one chicken goes out on the deal and you all get one piece and you want white meat, you only hmm. have one breast. So uh, that's a competition. So everything we did really turned into competitions and we'd go down in the pasture and sledding. We had a big drop off and we would go down and see who could pull the sled closest to the drop off. It was probably a 30, 40 foot drop off. So you'd see who could get the closest to it. To it. And uh, so anyway, there, there, everything was a competition that, yeah. that, that you do, you know, and I, I tried to instill that in, in my boys because uh, I remember making a ramp of, and the sled and uh landon disappeared because we pushed him <laughs> way too high and too far and the the sled was uh frozen and it just shattered me thought we killed him but he he come up <laughs> he was just fine so i decided not to show him any more tricks of the old days <laughs> in fact my grandpa um who passed my mom's side told me that if i didn't pull vault or get on a bull he would pay for my college tuition so <laughs> Uh, I failed. Uh, <laughs> you failed, yeah. Yeah, I failed. Well, we do we got another one from the text line here, and I'm assuming, are you a country music fan? Two, country and western. Country and western, <laughs> all right. We got one uh, from Brody, either Moeller or Mueller, if I'm pronouncing that wrong, you can th- let me know. Uh, he says, top five country artists of all time. And Zach and Guy, you guys got some as well you can add on. I think I could name five, but I don't know if they're my favorites or just five I can actually name. Dad, let's hear your top top three country artists chris ledoux mm. i'm gonna have to google some of these yeah 
And he uh, was a rodeo guy as well, wasn't he? He was a he, world champion. Yeah, he like rider. did both. I kind of watched something yeah. on him, but yeah. Probably Johnny Cash. Mm. Uh, and I don't know. You, you got to, I mean, she's still kicking and doing all kinds of stuff. Old Dolly Parton got to be in there. I mean, <laughs> she's got to be. Got to be in there. It is crazy she's still performing. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, I, I saw another thing the other day of her performing on. I was yeah. like, good for her. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> go for it. Yeah, she just released like a, a rock album because mm-hmm. they put her in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and she didn't feel like she had like deserved it. Right. So she came out with a rock rock album for she could you know feel good about herself that she got in that. But Zach, what's what's your top three? I know my top one, and then it just gets kind of messy. Like my favorite ever is George Strait. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, then after that, I it's kind of hard with country because it has changed so much. Yeah. Um like pop country a lot more these days yeah i maybe alan jackson uh yeah tim i mean i'm a big tim Tim mcgraw McGraw guy honestly saw him in concert and he was just passionate and i like that yeah yeah you're probably swifty i suppose man (laughs) hey i'm not a swifty i promise you she does got some good songs though some old the old the old taylor's good but yeah george Strait's up there he was he was on my spotify top artist this year mm-hmm. um so yeah he's probably one garth brooks you gotta always kind of have him around there uh i don't know he's one that was gone gone too soon keith keith whitley i think like that that's, that's his name so he has a lot of good stuff but he was he only like had dropped two albums and then he's he died so <laughs> but uh so yeah those, those are my top ones so yeah i'm glad you guys answered harrison that. what how about you dude what what are you? What are yours? If he, you had to name some, say Morgan Wallen. Give me Johnny Cash. There I know there's go. a Keith out there. I, I couldn't tell you any of his songs. Uh, Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Keith Urban. All right. Yeah. All right. Toby. I think he's more then, of a fan. Toby I think Keith. it's like ladies like Keith Urban more though, right? Or no? Is he? Is he? I mean, I like it. No, he's good. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure I'll name it. Who's yeah. the one that just played Memorial Stadium? Zach. No. This year? No, it was maybe a couple years Zach ago. Zach Bryan or at oh Memorial Stadium sold it out. They that brought, was Garth. Garth Brooks. Brooks. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. There's three. Yeah, there's there's three. Good job. There you <laughs> go, Harrison. Uh, but again, if you guys want to join, or you can put in your favorite country artist, 402-464-5685. We do got about five minutes left here. Um, Ed, I am curious. You know, you're kind of talking about getting on Facebook for the very first time, <laughs> trying to contact some recruits. What to you has been the toughest thing to adapt to when it comes to recruiting? Has it just been the technology in itself and how I got to reach all these players. Now it's emails, Facebook, Twitter. It's it's all over the place now on how these players you can reach and how some of them want to be reached. You know, it has changed. And, and um, I mean, face-to-face is what I really like to do. I like to go to the high schools and see kids face-to-face, but I don't know that that's as important to them anymore mm-hmm. uh, to have a coach come uh, visit them. I had a kid just the other day. I was talking to him and he says, you're the only person this was a while back that ever came and saw me face to face. So that's why I ended up coming. But I, I still go out and spend hours and hours on the road to try to recruit kids and text. And, and, uh, you know, if you phone call them, they won't answer. If you text them, you'll get right back to you. (laughs) So, but it was kind of interesting because, uh, of that you get away from what you think works. And I got a, uh, an email uh, last week that said uh, he I recruited him um, he was out of Texas and now he's coaching at New Mexico he has high school kids 
And he said that the best piece of recruiting material he ever got was a Christmas card he got from me. And uh, I had personally drew the Christmas card. So (laughs) I had a Christmas tree with a tape measure wrapped around it and a shot put on it and discuses and, uh, and a lot of different things. And then inside I had a Santa Claus with a scroll open future dome tigers making our list. So it's just a little bitty things. And, uh, you know, so I spent probably a week redrawing that Christmas card and, you know, I sent that out, but I did it on text, but, hmm. uh, I had so much response because of the personal, I don't know the personal touch, you know, cause I had to quit making it because I was branding wrong at our school. Uh, so I hope I just didn't turn myself in, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so it has changed a lot, but I think, you know, we've changed a lot as well, uh, of what we do. And there's a lot more kids out there wanting scholarships, wanting to compete, wanting to do a lot of different things. And there's a lot of options. I mean, there's a lot of great schools in Nebraska, uh, that can really help kids uh, in Nebraska at small schools and our universities, UNL and, and the state schools as well. Uh, but you're all competing against those type of people, and the money's got better. I think the scholarships and the academic scholarships and programs, uh, you know, are a lot better uh, than what they were before. Yeah, absolutely. It is kind of you kind of see that with every aspect, not just track and field, but with Matt Rule, even with the football team. I think you're definitely right. Having that personal touch helps. That's why you see Matt Rule not go to Ainsworth once, but a few times, making sure that Carter Nelson, like, hey. I'm still here. I can be there in person. So you can talk to me face to face on what you want of this program. So we can at least agree on something, um, you know, and it's just kind of, it's interesting to see how this thing continues to evolve because mm. that you said at first, you know, they might not answer a phone call or if you say, I want to meet you face to face, they might call you on FaceTime and think that's the right. same thing. So it's just kind of that new era, right. but nonetheless, we do got to throw it to our final break here on the Doan Athlete Project. We here with Ed, head coach of the Doan track and field team, Guy as well, his son and on the track team as well. And of course, Guy, or excuse me, Guy on the basketball team, Zach Fye, son of Ed on the track and field team. Go, Don't go anywhere. One segment left right here on 93.7 The Ticket.